is the Mandalorian's explosion next off show, breaking down, discussing, and reviewing each and every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. My name's John Blight. Joining me for the first time in three years, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here. Uh, has it really been three years? Uh, season two was 2020. So, yeah. Was it? <laughs> that, can't, that doesn't sound right yeah it ended in december 2020 i'm telling you and then we had the the book about that and then you know that was basically season 2.5 and you're gonna tell me you're gonna turn around second be like holy shit you were right watch everyone listen to his reaction what are you gonna say ash ready google it hit the enter what's google say holy shit you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been a while I mean, it's two and a half years but yeah so. yeah i'm well look two and a half Don't you want to get semantics yeah. but i'm just if you go off the year and forget the bumps it's three right listen dylan i'm time is just like completely shot for me because apparently the first two seasons take over place over several years yeah so and there's been like several years since we've last seen them yeah that have taken place even before the Book of Boba Fett, apparently between yep. Mandalorian, series, Mandalorian Season 2 and the Book of Boba Fett was two years. And now we're... I don't understand time This anymore. interview with John Favreau that dropped just prior to the episode premiering did my head in. <laughs> Listen, the only, like- <laughs> only explanation is somebody f- s- screwed up the transcript. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm like, why are they suddenly, why, why are they, like, is there a reason? Is there, like, a story reason they suddenly need this to be years So, later? Navarro, it makes sense Navarro is a giant city now. I guess so, but it was still just weird to, like, because in my mind, I'm like, how long does The Mandalorian Season 1 take place? I'm like, I don't know, eight weeks? <laughs> you know, like, it's definitely. Yeah. How long Doesn't does seem it, like they're spending forever together. No, it seems like literally a few weeks, like, it's. Crazy. Anyway, um, this week, uh, yeah, so we're back for season three. Um, if you start this episode and you're confused, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, you had to watch the the book above it. Um, chapter <laughs> seventeen. How many yeah. people do you think didn't know they had to watch the book above it? I'm gonna assume there's a very small amount, solely because everybody of, told them. <laughs> yeah, and like most people watching these Star Wars shows are gonna watch them all, right? Well, at least the live action ones. They assume so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I assume that. Really, during the recap, there should have been like a thing saying, stop, you need to watch the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. You should have read their Disney Plus watch history if they haven't watched the book of Boba Fett. That'd be funny. Actually, I I didn't watch the previously on. Loaded. Did it recap that stuff from the book of Boba Fett? Do you know what it opened with? What well, opened the IG-11 thing. I saw that. And I yeah, that's skip. what's, yeah. Yeah, I saw that and clicked skip straight up. Like it did not show anything from Book of Boba Fett. So it just oh, showed no, you IG-11. It, no, it did. It showed the his conversation with the armorer. In the, in the underground, under the space station? So it doesn't, it, for some reason? Yeah. It doesn't explain, it, like, why Grogu's back. No, there was no Luke Skywalker or anything. You know the other wild thing from that John Favreau interview? He's like, oh, yeah, Grogu was with Luke for two years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's two years between uh, the end of End of Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. Yep. So as many people have been pointing out, what the hell were Boba Fett and Fennec doing for two years? <laughs> I don't know. 
hate it. It's still in my head. I hate it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be completely honest. I really don't like it. Um, this episode, chapter seventeen, uh, the apostate, uh, directed by Rick Famuyiwa. Is that how? He, I can't remember how we say. It. Yeah, it's been a while since we said the name. It's been a while, yeah, sorry. Um, Who's, I believe, now like an executive producer, and that's why he's directing like... He should be. I think he's directing the finale as well. Yeah, so I think he's like a full on board executive producer for season three. Um, Written by Jon Favreau. uh, I'm not bothering with the synopsises anymore because they just drive me up up the wall, to be honest. Uh, but the Mandalorian. No, I couldn't remember yeah, off the top of my head. Mandalorian was... seeks out a question to his life. Oh, some. It's like bullshit. pretty basic. Yeah, it's sucking. But here's here's the synopsis: The Mandalorian seeks redemption from his cult for some reason, and decides that he needs to find a way to get to Mandalore's salt mines or whatever, and bathe in them to redeem himself there you go that's the synopsis so this episode is yeah mando stops by and sees his old friends then he stops by and sees well not really his friends his old his old his old uh, christian buddies and then he goes and sees uh <laughs> carl weathers then yep. uh decides that he needs to revive ig11 for some reason and then has a space battle with some pirates and then goes and visits uh, a Mandalorian castle in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. That's what happens to this episode. So, Ash, what did you think of the season premiere, season three, Mandalorian? Um, yeah, there was a lot there. <laughs> a lot of kind of ill-fitting elements. I enjoy, I feel like I enjoyed most of the episode. I think it was the Bo-Katan stuff. I know that was weird. Um, <laughs> why he feels the need to revive IG, I'm not exactly sure. Other than hey, let's get Taika back in the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, we got the Boba Freak, Boba Freak aliens. So I mean, that made it all worth that whole storyline worth it. So, hey, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> hey what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this come on. There was how comedic is it when they tell the Mando exactly what they want, and <laughs> Carl Weathers feels he needs to translate. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> here's what here's where in the time since this show's come out, I've had there was the time between season two and this season, just to put where my mind's at. I've had not only the book of Boba Fett, which is bad. Yep. To put arguably the, the worst. The Star worst Wars Star themed. Wars Disney Plus series. We've yep. also had stuff like Obi-Wan, which is somewhere in the middle, I guess. Yeah. But we've also had Andor, which is the best. So Explosion Network's best TV show of 2022. Yeah. My my taste my tastemakers, my ta- my caliber ash is a little bit more refined for what I want out of a Star Wars Disney Plus series, I feel. And this is, I, I'm slowly and more and more realizing that the way Jean Favreau writes these things is they're just written like comic books, I feel. Like you could, you could almost just like 
you know, you can always pitch them panel by panel. Like the the, the dialogue even matches that of a comic book quite often because it's more snappy, sharp. Like it doesn't really make sense, but if you was reading it in a comic book, it would make you know it'd be it'd, enough. It'd, yeah, it'd be enough. It would make it would make it would make more sense. And the way everything unfolds, you have the, the, the captions that will explain yeah, what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, so that's what that's what I was thinking this episode. I was like, this very very comic booky the way everything sort of plays out. But um, I enjoyed having Grogu and mando back together because there is like that adorable nature of course of grogu um that's inescapable of course you know the, in in yep. all aspects him him cuddling up to uh Din, to mando on the ship mando when he's in the <laughs> ship. his tunnel i guess for his tunnel yeah <laughs> i don't know how that works out but um to him attacking trying to hug hug kill babu freak's cousin or whatever uh, <laughs> it's funny because he's bigger than them and he's been yeah. littler than everybody he's like sorry he's a kid he's like a hundred and something years old <laughs> what was going on there you know to the one and, then, and look Eric, I, I don't dislike this episode I think it's like it's just an average episode in Mandalorian which is disappointing because it's the, the the premiere right the I feel like that's a yeah. that's the, that's the annoying thing premiere. you know you come in the premiere you want something big you want something like to get you excited um, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's fine. There is one moment amongst everything here that gave me, like, some sense of joy. Do you want to try and guess what it is? Was it the what? opening? Oh, no. Was it the the the, the space whales Correct. in hyperspace? It was the pergils in, in hyperspace, space whales. Yeah. How you know cool. What, you know what was happening? Do you know why I was looking at the space whales? Because mm. Ezra's there. He could sense mm. the force. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like Ezra stuff aside. I don't really care. Like it, it, space whales leading to Ezra is like, I don't need that to happen. It was just something about having the show slow down. Like it's the, it's these moments that where I can enjoy, and it's at these times I'm like that have to that's that's more, that's a Filoni bit. That is not a that is not a Favreau bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's Grogu connecting with the Force during deep hyperspace. And being able to see the pergils, pergils, however you say them, the space whales, which are yep. something from Star Wars Rebels, these um, hyperspace traveling beings that are like very interconnected to the Force. And the way, just a moment of Grogu staring out at them and very obviously connected to them and feeling one with the Force with them. That's the shit. That's what I want. Now, do I need... <laughs> and then after that, we get to... I'll, I'll, I'll say some of the things. The pirate stuff was fun too. I like the design of the captain. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The moss face dude. Moss face dude. He was cool design and all that. Like I, I, I got nothing too bad going on there. But like that was fun enough and whatever. Like nice to see some. But the whole bringing IG Eleven back, I was like, why? Like why? Hasn't he? Didn't he interact with any droids after that? He was cool with. I'm pretty sure he would have. Also, he's like, this is the only droid I'm cool with. The one that was originally trying to kill Grogu. Yep. And the one that you <laughs> miraculously bring back to life and then proceeds to try and kill Grogu. Yeah, again. So I'm just like, yeah, I, I kind of, are we just bringing it back to have Taika back? Like, is it just like a fun little, is, is that fun? It, little I think it's weird that whole- they've got him immortalized as a statue. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit weird. It's like- <laughs> yeah. 
It's also yeah. surprising there's that much of him left because I'm yeah. pretty sure <laughs> no, the bomb was pretty prominent in his chest. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, all of him would be blown up. Yeah. No, apparently only like 20% of him got blown up. The rest survived. Yeah. All good. Yeah, great. All good. Uh, but yeah, Mando's whole thing of like, I need to go to Mandalore and I need a droid to help me. So I'm going to need a droid that I can trust. So I'm going to go get IG-11 back, a droid that... I'm not even sure survived at all, but I'm going to travel all the way to this planet and presume that there's parts of him there that I can revive. I'm just like, this, the more you think about it, the more you're like, this is kind of weird. Sense. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really make any sense at all. Like, in what part, in what part of his whole plan does he go, well, yeah, there's definitely going to be enough of him surviving from that fucking massive bomb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. It's, it's lucky they kept him and, you know, didn't throw him out, you know? That's uh, sort of annoying me. So, uh, Pergil's highlighted episode, worst part of the episode, this whole IG-11 nonsense. So that's that's where I, I sort of place, place the things. Um, seeing Grief Karga as the High Marshal was fun. You know, getting these little robots. Marshal. Yeah, getting to see these little... Robots carry around his cape the entire time. I thought that was, was quite cool. funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought that was a cool little detail. Seeing that he can still shoot was was fun. You know, he, oh, yeah. he, win, he wins a draw. You know, yeah. Grief I enjoy was. him trying to recruit the Mando to be the the new show. The Marshal. I like where they're like, yeah, and he's like, what happened to Marshal June? And they're like, oh, Marshal June just got a long lost family. She got mother. recruited. She got uh, she got killed on her way to a long lost planet and something something something. Oh, forget oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What like, happened to yeah, Giddies? <laughs> yeah. Oh, some, some, some. Forget about him too. Like, so. so those people are gone. By the way, it's been like two yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, it's been two years. You know, who knows where they are now? <laughs> you know, and him trying to like sell him land, like he's trying to t- sell him a timeshare or something. Yeah. Like, listen, if you invest now, uh, and you get this seaside like section, you know, could be you worth millions. Off the land forever, you know. Yeah. It's funny because when he gets there, he's trying to like basically be like, you know, become a farmer. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, become a policeman. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out how to keep him around. You know? Yeah. Didn't know which job would, would suit him. Which job would take up his fancy the most. Um, I really enjoyed the look of um, the new look, though. But lots of uh, lots of color in the locations. Not less, lot less deserty feeling, you know, which is good. Amazing what civilization will do. Yeah. Well, let's get rid of that desert. Feeling. Even the pirates having like some color in those characters, green beard and stuff. Why just, did they want to go into the school? Cause they just go drink, drink somewhere else. They used to drink there. They, they want to drink there. So. Uh, but I do like, appreciate. I think that the pirates were solely introduced so they could show off the his new ship. In oh, a space I dog fight. I mean, it was a pretty cool dog fight. So. Yeah. Got to show uh, fighter. <laughs> yeah. He's had that shit for two years, by the way. Um, the <laughs> no, not necessarily because it's you know <laughs> he only got to the the yeah. the very end of you know the two year gap of him training with Luke. So I'm telling you right now, Wikipedia or whoever thought they had the timeline set, and John Favreau dropped this interview on someone's at home going, <laughs> "You fucking." <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of people who had the, like the book of Bob Pet to yeah, mine, yeah, like mapped out. Like, we like, got ah. it. Grenade. God damn it! <laughs> I tell you what, the yeah, ship 
you know, when he's like revving up the ship about to go off, I'm like, yeah. Mando's kind of a diesel, isn't he? Yeah, it's funny. Well, I forgot that's what the, that is what it sounds like when he picks it up in uh, in the book above. It has this whole like yeah. um, big diesel sounding thing to it. So, what do you think of the fake out at the beginning? So they you obviously think it was a flashback. Yeah, yeah. So they it's it's obviously like tell me I'm you can tell me, but surely everyone's you're supposed to take that as a flashback. Yeah, because the last time we saw the armor, she was on a freaking space station by herself yeah. and one other dude. Because apparently they've been separated from everybody. But now yeah. he's got she's got like a giant congregation of Mandalorians all over. Yeah. They intru- integrate, uh, inducting a bunch of you new younglings into the one that could the look ways of the exactly like Din. He was pretty white. Could look like somewhat like Din. I mean, if you didn't see the episode where Pedro <laughs> Pascal's under the mask, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that giant crocodile thing comes out of the water. <laughs> what is it? It's a mad, it's a, a mad thing. You got a name for it? No. I, was say, I don't have a name for it other than fucking get the hell out of the water. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was like a freaking giant crocodile. That th- that that thing. thing was bigger bigger than the thing that attacked the the fellowship when they were trying to get into Bloody Helm's Deep. <laughs> or no, into the the fucking caves of mines of Mordor. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that's completely definitely not mines of Mordor. <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect it. <laughs> like, oh, this is weird. Why would you like be doing the ceremony if you knew there were giant creatures like that around? Yeah. You know? So this is why you have, definitely a, this ate why at you least have a lifeguard. Four or five. Yeah. This is why you have a lifeguard, you have a uh you have someone on lookout, you know? This is why this is why these people exist. This is why these people have jobs. They look out for these things. And this is what happens. Yeah. Lucky the Mando came in and blew its stomach out of its side. They were fucked if it wasn't him. They were fucked, you know. Trying everything. I think, so. Also, I'm pretty sure. I th- I, I w- I'm disappointed. I thought she was going to like use the hammer and like. Yeah, I, I thought that. I thought the armor was about to go off. I was like, yeah. "Here we go. We're about to see the armor kick some ass." You here. see why she's in charge. Yeah, about to see it, like run up the side of that thing and take out its eyes. Take out it. Yeah, just just yeah, mess it up real just, good. Yeah. No, Mando save. It's fine. Uh, but it is weird seeing like yeah. So last time we see, there's one person with her, right? Yeah. Who didn't fight. Uh, and now she's got all these people, including like new younglings that they're indoctrinating. <laughs> a completely different place. Yeah. yeah. Into their little cult. But yeah. the, the thing I found the weirdest from the outset is, you know, like coming into the season, I'm like, we know the storyline is they're going to go to Mandalore because all the trails have had Bo-Katan and all these sorts of things. But yeah. I, I found it weird that from the first five minutes, it's just like you you know, him being like, yeah, I, I want to make up. I want to, like, redeem myself. Like, why do you care, dude? I thought, I th- I thought, and maybe I have to go back. I don't really want to, to be honest. I'm not going to. But if I went back and watched the, the last few episodes with him between season two and then him in the book of that, I thought his arc had been that he realized that his group was wrong. I thought that was, like, a thing. Like, but Dylan... He's had two years to stew on that decision. 
He has had two years to regret that and go, fuck, I shouldn't take my helmet off. Two years he's been living in sin, Dylan. Two, li- two years. This- he needs to repent. Two years the armor has been sitting there going. <laughs> Took your fucking helmet off. <laughs> you fucked up. Like, <laughs> can I come home yet, Mum? Nah. <laughs> you took your helmet off. No one can see. Do not face. take your helmets off for anybody. Take your helmets off. Keep it nice, tucked away. Yeah, but that's what I found it very weird. I was like, I, why, why do we care? Like, why does he suddenly care? I thought he didn't care. I thought the whole thing was he, he, he'd moved on. Like, I thought he was realizing. There's more ways to be a Mandalorian than following his weird cult Mandalorian people. You know? I thought that was the whole thing. Now we're back to, oh, I want redemption. And cleanse of my sins. Heaps of people relapse back into religion, so. <laughs> Is that what you call it when you get back into religion? Like relapsing back into religion? Yeah. I've never heard it described that way, but. <laughs> I'm sure it does, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Bo-Katan at the end, very sad. She's just a big old depressed Bo-Katan, isn't she? Is that what she does all day, you reckon? Just sit there on that little chair? Just sit there on that chair waiting for people yeah, to show up. Just like, for me. Ah, everybody left me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that, it's that whole thing, talking about Lord of the Rings, it's that whole thing whenever they walk into a room and, you know, it's like a, in any sort of like kings and queens thing, like there's just a dude sitting at the, on a crowd, like sitting in a chair at the end of a very long corridor. It's like, why were you there? What do you do? Is this what you do all day? You just sit on that chair? Nah, she was probably like in her bed, like right before that. Yeah. And then they saw the sensors that the his ship was coming. It's coming in. down. Yeah. Like, so oh, I've got to go up to the chair. She's like, fuck. Got to make myself presentable. <laughs> yeah. I just want to get back in my sweatpants and eat ice cream. Yeah. That's what she was doing. She was just watching like sad movies upstairs. Yeah. She's just like, you still got the dark saber? Yep. Cool, well, I guess you can lead them all cool. then. All right, whatever. <laughs> <Cool>. Fuck you then. <laughs> yeah, how about you just go go to that planet where you'll die because it's all poison. Uh, I find, here's, I saw, I can't remember who I saw tweet this last week or a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was James Woods. Could have been James Woods. It sounds like something he tweeted. But it was like about like if they're going to make her the villain, which is very weird. I, 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 I definitely don't want her to come off as the villain. I like... I don't want them to be villainizing her, you know, to like prop up. Yeah, the Mandalor. You know, you know they're gonna eventually fight. I just hope it's more of a like from an honorable perspective sort of fight. I I don't know. Like I just I don't want her becoming this scorn villain route thing to. Yeah. You know, I I I want an arc where she comes out as the the hero. You know, so I just feel I'm gonna be very disappointed if that's the any sort of idea of a direction that we're going in for this yeah. at all, to be completely honest. So, so be clear, what exactly happened to Mandalore? So there was a big war um, in Rebels. They covered the Mandalorian War, and then the Empire takes over it, and there's a whole bunch in between that I don't think they've ever covered. But the implication's always been that between the mass amount of fighting and everything else that was done there, that the planet was just basically destroyed and become unhabitable because of like just it dropped off a bunch reasons. of yeah like yeah stuff like that imagine like imagine taking a real world example of like yeah nuclear bomb explosion and radiation and you know like it just whole planet's Chernobyl basically I guess 
That's yeah, yeah. I guess that's the easiest way. The whole planet's Chernobyl. So well that's <laughs> the whole planet's Chernobyl, so they say. Yeah, he's gonna go it's there rumors, and find out if it's it's poisonous or not. So that's that's what we. That's I feel like if you're doing that, you should maybe get like a specialized droid that like can sense if it's poisonous or not. Just not just some random bounty hunter droid that you no. met one time. Needs he needs the one he can trust. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. You only trusted him for like thirty minutes. Yeah, that's that's that well, enough. It was like for one boat ride. Not nah, enough. <laughs> that's the the most trust he's ever put in a droid. So, yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, anything else before wrap up for this week's first episode? No. Grogu, very cute throughout the episode. Again, mm. whether he's spinning in chairs That's constantly. I assume he's using his force powers to make sure he keeps going around. Yeah, yeah, that's how, sure. that's I'm pretty sure that's how I took it too. Yeah, like he's not yeah. spinning himself with the legs. He can't reach the fucking floor. <laughs> no, I was thinking, well, he could just be momentum. No, know? no, no, he's spinning himself with the force. I, I just like just that spinning. he did two years. He's just very well greased. <laughs> We've now been told he did two years of training for Luke, and what he can do is spin himself around the chair of the force, and also just grab lollies off a desk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah. So for him it does definitely. Yeah. I look forward to that shot of him hugging whatever the aliens are called constantly. Bubba on Freak. Twitter and stuff. Bubba Freak. Whatever they're called. What are they? Let's let's do a quick we got Babu Freak species. Let's 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 oh, no. Uh let's and Anzelin. And Zellin and Zellin, right. yeah, that's it. Their species name is Anzellin. They are Zellin. They diet on insects. There you go. Cool. They have purple blood. Says Wikipedia. Cool. There you go. The Anzellin. Cool. Look forward to him hugging the Anzellins. All right, they'll do it for this week's episode of the Mandalorians. Uh, don't forget. Where, you- also, where did they hide his? Where did they put his little capsule thing? Between planets. Uh, that one shot implied to me that he pops out down below. Like he shoots out the bottom of his little thing and just comes out with it. They have a shot where it looks like he's just come out from under the ship. So I, I, I assume his capsule is under the ship. And then when they land, he goes, he, you know, his little area, he goes down and out. Down and out. Right? Okay. Down and out. That's how I take and it. Down. Down. That ship is just full of tunnels. Yeah. Down and out. It's like the TARDIS. Yeah. Uh, don't forget you can listen to the rest of our Star Wars podcast on the Holocron's uh, entries podcast feed here on ExplosionNetwork.com. Uh, we also have going at the moment the Very Bad Batch. We're discussing episodes of The Bad Batch. Um, you can check that out uh, on the same feed if you're listening to it now. You can do that. Uh, follow all of the Twitters over on ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. And uh, if you like this episode, thought it was worth a dollar, Head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support. And until next week, we have spoken. <laughs>